Welcome to the Purpose and Profit Sisterhood podcast, where we are a stand for the EAN. We're here to help you make a meaningful difference in a magnificent living. Your bodacious host is Jeanette Anderson. She's your irreverent guide to being bold, brilliant, and brave. So grab your wine, a way to take notes, and strap in. Because this is a no BS, value-packed tour through topics that you need to know about now. Hi, Jeanette here with this week's Afterward. So last week and this week, we had two really brilliant women on speaking about how to use a book to increase your credibility, authority, revenue, and content. So I wanted to go a little bit deeper on that and actually provide you with a bit of a contrarian perspective and perhaps put a little bit of cold water on your dream of being a published author or give you a practical perspective that might save you a shit ton of time, money, and effort. So here's the reality. I know lots of authors. I've worked with lots of clients who have books and who don't have books over the years. And there is value to having a book. Yes, it does help establish your authority and credibility. It is something that not everyone has, but let's be honest. Nowadays, almost everyone has a book. Uh, and almost all of those have been self-published. So some of them are crap, and some of them are actually quite good. But the majority of them are under-edited, under-thought through, and not as strategic as they need to be. I'm telling you the bold, bold, honest truth because other people will not, especially those that want you to come and write a book and help you with that process. Nothing wrong with that. It's the right strategy at the right time for the right person. But that time is not usually when those people want to encourage you to write a book. So I'm going to give you what I would consider to be a more practical way to look at it, because I do think that there is a time and a space for having a book or books to support you in your business positioning and strategy. So yes, it can help you with authority. Yes, it can help you with credibility. If you're wanting to become a professional paid speaker, having a book can support you with uh, meeting planners and, and other event coordinators, simply because it's kind of an opening bet for most professional speakers. Most of them have that as their ante, that they have a book. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them. So yes, it can be helpful that way. Now, are you precluded from doing professional speaking if you don't have a book? No, not at all. I know many professional speakers who don't have one, but it is also very handy to have one so that people can buy them at the back of the room, take a piece of home with you, all those wonderful little phrases that people say when they tell you why you must have a book. But most of you are not paid professional speakers, nor will you be. You may speak but not as a professional who speaks at five or $7,000 or $10,000 per engagement, or even a couple thousand dollars in, per, per engagement. That is a whole nother strategy. If that's not who you are, then those planners and organizers care less about. So professional speakers, those organizers do care if you have a book or something that establishes your credibility and differentiates you. It doesn't have to be a book. There are other ways to do that. If you're speaking for free or for, for um, uh, honorariums or low cost fees, chances are good that they don't really care if you have a book. Most of them don't. They just are looking for people who can come and speak on a subject matter with some expertise. So 
it's not necessary unless you're playing in the bigger leagues. Now, the other thing is sometimes people write books because they think they're going to be a great source of revenue. I got to tell you, unless you're J.K. Rowling or Stephen King's books don't, or J.D. Robb slash Nora Roberts, books don't make you a lot of money. They are predominantly for everything other, every other reason other than making money, particularly for those who are writing books that are what I call one-offs that may not appeal to a mass sale market. If you've got a book that someone's going to want to buy 300 of to give to their community, then yes, that might make a lot of sense as a revenue generator. If you're selling one at a time to people in your audience or to your clients or your customers, then it's going to be a slow go and you are not going to make a lot of money. I know lots of very, very professional authors who have five, six, seven books who have yet to, at best, make back the amount that they've invested in their books or just a slight bit more than that. And those, by the way, are people who speak quite regularly and promote and, and that have their books available for sale. Um, good luck trying to get into and using bookstores as a vehicle for selling your books. Lots of people think if I have a book, then I'm going to be everywhere. No, you won't. And if you do, they are not very profitable um, avenues for distribution. Bookstores typically will take 40% of the sales price. And if any get damaged, if they don't sell, they get remaindered back to you, which means that you have stock that you probably can't resell um, and that they didn't sell or use, but they held tied up that you had to pay for those books in print and they've been held there and got you no revenue. So be very careful before you decide to go into bookstores. They can actually be quite a lot of maintenance and fairly expensive to maintain because you have to create the inventory for those stores to have on their shelves. So you want to make sure that it is a there's a cost benefit break, break cost benefit analysis to find out what the break point is for you to make it worthwhile for you. The other thing that I would really encourage is be really clear on your solution. One of the benefits of writing a book is that it can help you articulate what your stand is, what your special sauce is, what your customer journey is, because you need to get clear on what the problem is that you solve before you write your book. Writing the book is also often a very clarifying process for the people who do it. They find it very healing and nurturing. They go through and process some of their own stuff. They find it clarifying in terms of their direction, strategy, target market, etc. But you don't want to invest a whole lot of time, money, and energy into gaining that clarity slowly through the process of writing a book when in reality, you should have that done with a coach in a very short period of time, uh, because a, a book is an expensive coach. So be careful about that. Yes, it's one of the benefits. Yes, you will get clearer on your stand and who you want to be in the world and why, but it's a slow road. Okay, the other thing that I would say is that you really need to figure out when is the right time for you to write your book. Again, people will tell you very easily and glibly, well, write it as soon as possible, right? When you're starting, because then you have it as a business card. And I tell you, it's a very expensive business card. A book will cost you typically a minimum, if you're doing it right, a minimum of $10,000. 
by the time you pay for editing, cover design, production, and printing, you are in at least $10,000 and often more. So if you have $10,000 to spend on producing a book, and it won't jeopardize your uh, cash flow and your well-being and your, and your um, lifestyle, then sure, go ahead. If you don't have that amount of money set aside and ready to spend, don't start. Because you will be tempted to write a book and then try and do it on the cheap and try and get it into the market without proper editing, which is deadly. Because the last thing you want is a poorly written book out there that makes you seem incompetent or stupid and, and doing the opposite of what you want it to do, which is to build your credibility and authority. So if you cannot afford to invest in a good editor and good production support, then don't do a book. You can do content, you can do eBooks, you can do white papers, you can do all sorts of content-based marketing information, but don't do a book. The other thing that I would recommend is if you are busy growing your business, you really want to think carefully about can you afford the distraction time? Because I don't care how much you intend to write it at night when you're not busy with your business. I guarantee you, once you get into it, if you're like 99% of the people that I know, it will become somewhat consuming and distracting. So if you are at a stage in your business where you're growing it, you're trying to get more clients, you're working on really refining your process, your business process, and, and how to be successful and profitable in it, then the book is a very expensive distraction. So don't do it until and unless you can afford to take time, significant amounts of time away from driving revenue and delivering your services. And don't write a book until you have a platform to sell it from. So if you're not speaking, you're not gonna sell books. If you're not doing something where you will have access to the public and they can see your book, you won't sell books. It is not a case if I put it up on Amazon, they will come or they will buy. That's not the, the case. You have to drive traffic to any book that you produce, whether you are self-published or published by a publishing house. And especially if you're published by a publishing house, they won't even look at taking you on if you don't have a clear marketing plan and strategy and a platform from which to sell your book. Again, typically for most people, that's actually being a speaker who is consistently in front of large audiences and uh, who has that as an integral part of their business. If your plan is to distribute your book through bookstores, again, that is a very slow process and they don't just take in anyone who writes a book. There are literally millions of authors fighting for shelf space at Barnes and Noble and any other bookstores that you may find. So it's unlikely that in that very competitive market, they're gonna say, oh yes, by all means, let us give you our valuable limited bookshelf space and sell your product when you are unknown, unproven, and don't have a recognizable name that will make people pick up your book. So even if it's on the most fascinating topic, unless it's extremely well-branded, particularly on trend and actually really, really desirable, it won't sell through. So they won't feature it and they won't therefore give you the kind of shelf space you need to make money that way. 
I know I sound like I'm pissing all over your dreams and I am, but I also really want you to get a dose of reality so that you can make an informed decision. There are many, many people who will just rush to have you sign up to spend $10,000 with them or even to $3,000 to be in a compilation or co a compendium book where you provide an, a paragraph, sorry, a chapter and so do 20 or 30 other authors. Those are not a bad way for you to get started because it does give you practice with writing. They are typically professionally edited. They are cross-marketed by a bunch of other people. Now, the reality is, when was the last time you read a comp compilation book you weren't in? When was the last time you saw them being sold by anyone other than someone you knew? In other words, you weren't directly driven to it by someone who's in the book. Not very often, not very much. So they can be helpful and they are better than nothing in terms of having something to give to people. They do make good Christmas presents, but even that is quite a bit of an investment of time, money, and effort if you are not prepared with a strategy for how you're going to sell them, how you're going to use them to position yourself, and how you're going to use them in your marketing. So I really want you to have a platform to sell from, to sell your books from, a strategy and a plan for capitalizing on your book. How are you going to take advantage of this? How are you going to help have this help you drive revenue? Don't just say, well, it'll give me credibility. How exactly will you have it give you credibility? You know, it's one thing to put up a sticker on your, on your page that says best-selling author. Yes, that can give you some credibility. These days, everybody who's in a compilation book tends to be able to say that. And what that means, by the way, is there was a hundred books bought in a specific narrow category on Amazon. So best-selling author is losing some of its credibility and cachet, especially with those in the know. Now, if you're a best-selling author on the New York Times list, that's something else entirely, but that's probably not likely on your first go out of the gate unless you happen to get very lucky or very smart. So uh, I would say the time to become an author is when you have a platform to sell from, when you have a plan for capitalizing on your book, how are you going to use it to help you with whatever the role it plays in your business? When you don't need money from them, if you are creating a book to be a source of revenue, I guarantee the dozens or hundreds or even thousands of hours that you're spending on writing, producing, editing, correcting, marketing that book, you could go and get dozens of clients directly at a bigger profit than you're gonna get $20 at a time from a book. So if you don't need the money from your book, it's a good time to write a book. If you have an extra 10K and you don't need it to live on, then it might be a good time to write a book. And lastly, when you have something of interest, import, and value to say, and I know that this may make you sad and it may make you mad, but again, those who want to get your five or 10 or 15 or $20,000 to, to work with them to help you produce your book will help you produce a book. And it may, my friends, be schlock. I cannot tell you how many books I have read or skimmed through or thrown away that were poorly written, 
that didn't have value for me as the reader, especially those that are autobiographical or really what I call therapy books. They're books written by people who have been going through and processing through something that happened to them in the form of essentially publishing a journal. They put out into the world something that helped them heal on their journey. And God bless you for doing that. That's a valuable thing to do. But until you can turn that into something that's meaningful and valuable for me as a reader, don't put it out. I don't want to know simply about your journey unless it has relevance to me in terms of what can I do with this? Are there some insights that you can share with me? Have you learned some practical tips and hints from this? I heard uh, a speaker say this once, I'm not going to get it correct exactly, but the gist of it was, you do not share a trauma until you are standing on the shoulders of it. When you have worked through something to the other side and you have the clarity and the value and the lesson that comes from that, then you can share it. If you share it before that, you are simply inviting people into your therapy session and that's not fair to you and not fair to them. So uh, make sure that your book is of service to the reader. Many times we get a little caught up in our ego about, oh, this I'm so amazed, amazing and I've had this great story and I've gone on this cancer journey or I've learned this process or I've gone through this trauma or I've dealt with this narcissist. That's the popular one these days. And so I must write a book about it. Um, the world may need your message, but make sure your message is clear. Make sure that it's of service and make sure that it is not simply for your sake that you're doing it, but that it is of deep and abiding value to your reader. Now, I don't say all of this to, to daunt you or stop you from writing a book. I say it to help you save money from doing it prematurely or for the wrong reasons. I do it to really encourage you. Yes, get your message out there. But for the love of God, go test your message by speaking to groups, by putting out portions of your content, by putting out eBooks or, or reports or social media or a blog post and seeing what people respond to, seeing if they lean in and say, yes, tell me more. If they're not, uh, reading that three-page uh, article or that one-page article or that three-page report that you've created, then honey, they're not going to read your book. So make sure that you hone your messaging first. You're clear on your stand, what you're stand for and what you're stand against and how that translates into the story you want to tell. Take some, some lessons on writing. Writing is another area like business that people think they can just do without learning how to do it. You would never go and become a police officer or a doctor or a lawyer without going to school for it. And yet somehow people think they can be a business person or an author without training. So take some training in writing, either fiction writing or, or uh, nonfiction writing, depending on what you're planning to do. Get some training on how to be a good storyteller. It will stand you in good stead in other ways. Your marketing should be good storytelling and good writing. How you speak when you're talking to people, whether it's at a, a speaking engagement or networking, that's storytelling. All of that will serve you when you get better at writing and then you can write a book. Now, the other thing that I would highly recommend is 
Start small and work your way up. So can you write a chapter that becomes an ebook and then another one and another one and start to put those together to create your final book? That might be a way to get going, to test your content along the way, to hone your abilities and to do it on a more cost-effective basis and less time consuming. Uh, it's great to have content. It's great to use that content and repurpose it. So when you do have a book, make sure that you turn it into multiple blog articles, multiple um, articles that you can submit to other media, repurpose that content out the wing-wang. That's a big portion of why you want to write a body of work. But first, make sure your message is clear. It is part of your strategic plan for your business and it is affordable for you in terms of time and money. Then my friends, by all means, write your book, get your message out there, have your voice be heard. But if that's not the case, there are so many other ways that you can get your message out there, have your voice be heard and not have it be detrimental to your growth of your business and your growth of yourself. I hope that you found this contrarian perspective, not daunting, but refreshingly honest. Let's go with that. And that you really do heed what I'm saying. I've been around this game a long time and I cannot tell you how many people have said to me, man, I wish I met you $50,000 ago. It literally breaks my heart every time I have one of those conversations. And it's not that they were ill-intended or the people who were selling them were ill-intended in most cases. It's just that it was the wrong solution at the wrong time or the wrong solution for them. If you're not sure whether, it, whether it's time for you, whether your message is clear, whether you've got a sellable book and you wanna talk, by all means, talk to those people who are experts and talk to them. Now, take what they say with a grain of salt and keep in mind that they have an objective, which is to get you to help you know buy their services or book a call with me i'll give you the honest truth from my perspective and keep in mind it's only my perspective as smart and informed as that may be <laughs> but i want you to have some outside clarity before you really commit to and invest in this very big undertaking so my friends by all means, listen to Katrina Sawa, listen to Kelly Farlado, um, because both of them are brilliant women. Both of them have used books to help both themselves and their clients. Both of them had some great strategies. I just want you to do it at the right time so that it truly serves you and your progress. All right, have a great week, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, comment, and share. Now go be the difference only you can be.